Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday and uh, I'm amazed at how fast this week is flying by, but I'm more amazed that the month of March is gone and we are into April. Uh, Happy uh, April 1st. Uh, I guess I don't think we celebrate April Fool's Day. Some people uh, love to uh, take advantage of that and all the jokes and pranks, but uh, it is uh, no joke today that uh, we are on the winning side and we get to be together and I want to welcome you. Thank you for joining us on Facebook, uh, on the podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us on the radio, 95.9 FM. I hope you're having a good day and I hope you've been living on the winning side. Uh, for the Christian, uh, this week is such an amazing week because we are celebrating on Sunday the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I told the church last night, uh, uh, Wednesday night, for our prayer meeting and Bible study, and if you don't have a church you attend, uh, you need to join us sometime for a Wednesday night. We have a sweet service. Uh, We have a time of prayer, and uh, we have a Bible study. We have children's ministries. We have our Teens on Target Uh, the teen department, they meet on Wednesday nights. But I told our church last night, I said, uh, I think you ought to go to church every Sunday. Every Sunday you ought to be in church. And I know for some of you now you're online, uh, you're on the radio, but, but you need to make church a priority. And uh, on Sunday, it's the Lord's day. Uh, but you need to go to church every Sunday. But I said this, I said, if you were to liken it to sports, and I know church is a thousand times more important than any sports lover dream of being, but if you likened it to sports, Can you imagine somebody has season tickets to their favorite team, their favorite sport, and they go uh, every game of the season, and then their team makes it to the Super Bowl, or their team makes it to the World Series, their team makes it to the championship, the biggest game, and here you've got season tickets, and you've been going to the other games, and then you skip the Super Bowl, you skip the biggest game. We'd say, you're crazy, you can't miss that one. And I would say that in as far as church is concerned, uh, you can't miss Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday is the day uh, out of the year that we celebrate our risen Savior. And I know we celebrate that every Sunday, but I want to tell you, you can't miss church, but especially uh, don't miss Easter Sunday. And we've got big services planned, uh, drive in at nine o'clock, our morning service at 11, and we've got stuff for the family. And then Sunday night, six o'clock. I hope you'll join us. If, if your church is meeting, You need to go to your church. You need to be there and be faithful to your church. But if you don't have a church you're going to, uh, we want you to come and join us Easter Sunday, this Sunday, just a few days away, as we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Happy birthday. Today, we've got Bethany Hedgepeth and Olin Herrick. I hope you folks have a great day today, and uh, I hope that uh, God will bless you and uh, and watch over you and uh, give you a wonderful day. I want you to hear this song as we've been talking about the cross, and we're talking about the resurrection. I want you to hear this song by Brother Alvin Martinez. When he was on the cross, 
uh, was on his mind. We're going to talk today about the cross and some things that were on Jesus' mind while he was on the cross. But can I tell you, while he was on the cross, he was thinking about you. I want you to listen to this song and think about the words uh, as Brother Martinez sings for us at this time. He walked the streets to Calvary with a rugged cross he bore. The crowd stood high and watched this man. They'd heard him teach I'm not sure I'm worthy Such love I'd never find When he was on the cross I was on his mind For he So for that song and uh, what a blessing and you know that song sometimes I think we listen to songs and we think oh that's that's a neat thought or that's a cute song but you know that song uh, is true we know from scripture that while Jesus was on the cross he was thinking about us that we were the reason he went to the cross Uh, there was no other purpose for Jesus to go to the cross but to pay for your sins 
and for my sins and to pay for the sins of the entire world. And uh, praise God for the cross. You know, uh, uh, good people, good people will disagree about the day that Jesus was crucified. Uh, I know we uh, there's a, a holiday, Good Friday, and of course, uh, if Jesus uh, was crucified on Friday, then he would not have been risen from the dead on Sunday. So we're not sure what day, but can I tell you this? While he was on that cross, he was thinking about you, and I'm thankful that he was willing to go to the cross. And uh, the Bible says he set his face like a flint towards Jerusalem. Um, uh, he said, Father, uh, not my will, but thine be done. And he went to the cross and praise God for that. I want to share with you today. I, I think we'll get through them today. If we don't, we'll continue tomorrow. But I want to talk to you about what Jesus was thinking about while he was on the cross. And you say, well, how do we know what he was thinking about? Well, how do we know what anybody's thinking about? Usually because of what they talk about. Uh, you know, uh, I, I talk about food sometimes. And uh, that's not an accident. It's because I'm thinking about food, right? Uh, I talk a lot about Sunday and talk a lot about church. Well, you know why? Because that's what I'm thinking about. That's what's on my mind. And uh, while Jesus was on the cross, there were seven statements that he made that were recorded in the Gospels. And I want to go through those. And I want you to think about these. I know you've heard these from time to time, but I want you to think about these statements that Jesus spoke while he was hanging on a cross in agony, uh, in pain, uh, in sorrow, and in shame, and in humiliation. Jesus, on that cross, made these seven statements. The first one is found in Luke 23, 34. While Jesus was on the cross, he said these words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's a powerful statement. Jesus on the cross, he could have called 10,000 angels. Uh, Jesus could have called fire down from heaven. Uh, Jesus could have spoken the words. He could have, he could have killed every one of those uh, uh, Roman uh, guards and he could have killed every one of those soldiers and he could have killed everyone that was mocking him and, and those that had chanted, crucify him, crucify him. He could have wiped them out, but that's not what he did. Jesus said, Father, I want you to forgive those people because they don't even know what they're doing. You know what was on the, Jesus' mind while he was on the cross? One was forgiveness. Jesus was already thinking about the people who were crucifying him. They would need forgiveness from their sins. And Jesus was willing to forgive them. Friend, I want to tell you, uh, Ephesians 4.32 is very clear. It's very difficult, but it's very clear. Jesus uh, tells us uh, through the Apostle Paul, the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. You say, well, pastor, I can't forgive so-and-so. You don't know what they did to me. Uh, they said this. They did this. Uh, they hurt me over and over and over again. And I'm not saying that there should not be consequences. And I'm not saying that if somebody breaks the law, they ought to pay and they ought to be prosecuted and they ought to go to jail. I'm all for that. But here's what I'm saying is no matter what someone has done to you, you and I must be willing to forgive. And forgiveness is not so much for uh, the, the person who did something to you. Forgiveness is for your sake. If you don't forgive, you become bitter, uh, you become angry, you become miserable. And uh, Ephesians 4.32 says, Be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another. And then it says this, Even as God, for Christ's sake, 
hath forgiven you. And if you and I think that someone has done something worse to us than what we did to Christ, you got another thought coming. Because if Jesus could forgive, then you and I can also forgive. While Jesus was on the cross, what was on his mind? Well, one was forgiveness. And if Jesus can forgive, so can you and so can I. You want to know why? Because Jesus was perfect. Jesus never had any faults. Jesus never had to be forgiven for something he did to somebody else. But you and I, uh, we are humans. We are imperfect and we make mistakes. And when we offer forgiveness to someone else, we know that someday we're going to need that forgiveness uh, given back to us. And we must be willing to forgive. Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do, number one. Number two, while Jesus was on the cross, he looked at that thief that was hanging by his side. And he said to that thief, he said, Verily, I say unto thee, Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. Now think about this. While Jesus was on the cross in pain and agony and torture, Jesus was concerned about the soul of the thief that was hanging beside him. Can I tell you, that's why Jesus came. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And he did that from the very beginning of his ministry till his dying breath, he was concerned with souls. He was concerned that everybody would die and everybody would spend eternity somewhere. And friend, if Jesus could be concerned with souls, I think you and I ought to be concerned with souls. I think we ought to be concerned about our neighbors. Where will our neighbors go when they die? Oh, what about our coworkers? What about our friends? What about our family members? What about your children? Uh, what about your parents? What about your relatives? Can I tell you, every one of us have a soul and that soul will spend forever either in heaven or in hell. And Jesus came so nobody would have to go to hell, but that all of us could have a home in heaven if we would be willing to receive the gift of eternal life. Jesus, while he was on the cross, he was thinking about souls. He said to that thief, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. He was concerned with souls. Number three, I see while Jesus was on the cross, it's recorded for us in John 19, verses 26 and 27. But he looks down from the cross and you know who he sees there beside the cross? He sees his mother. And Jesus is concerned for the well-being of his mother. And Jesus looks at the disciple that he loved, John, the beloved. And he looks at John and he says, John, I want you to take care of my mother. And he looks at his mother and he says, and, and mom, I want you to, 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 to treat John like your son. I'm going to be gone, but I want you to have someone and I want you to be cared for. And he said to John, he said, behold, thy mother. Can I tell you while Jesus was on the cross? He was concerned for his family. Jesus cared for his family. I, I say this often, but you know, it's a shame sometimes that we'll go to a, a grocery store or we'll go to a, a place of business and we will treat strangers better than we will treat our own family. Can I tell you, we ought to love the family that God has given us. We ought to care for them. You say, well, pastor, my family members, uh, they're, they're weird. Well, guess what? So you, you're probably the same way. You know, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 
But can I tell you, God wants you to love your family and care for your family. Be kind to them. Uh, be concerned with them. And Jesus cared for his mother even while he was dying on the cross. Uh, your family, you ought to love them. Uh, husbands ought to love their wives. Uh, wives ought to submit to their husbands. Husbands and wives, the Bible says, submitting yourselves to each other. Uh, there ought to be uh, families that get along and families that pray together and families that spend time together. And then uh, fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Uh, the mother should care for her children and children should obey their parents and children should honor their parents. We need to see a revival in family relationships. One of the uh, most amazing stories about that, I think, is the story of the prodigal son. And you know, it's a wonderful picture of God the Father and it's a wonderful picture of us and us coming back to God when we are backslidden. But you know what's amazing to me about that prodigal son? The Bible says that he was gone a long time and he went to a far country. But the Bible says when he was coming back, when he came to himself and he said, boy, I had it much better in my father's house. When he was coming back, the Bible says that his father saw him a great way off. And you know why the father saw him while he was still a long ways away on his way home? Because the father was looking for him. The father was brokenhearted. I believe the father was praying for that son to come home. And maybe you have a wayward child. Can I tell you, you ought to pray for them. You ought to love them. Don't give up on them. Uh, trust God that they will come back. And can I tell you this? You ought to have a care and concern for your family. While Jesus was on the cross, his thought was for his mother. His thought was for his family. I think we'll stop there for today, but can I remind you, while Jesus was on the cross, he was thinking about forgiveness. We ought to think about forgiveness. His, his thought was about souls. We ought to think about souls, and his thought was about his family. And our thought ought to be of caring for our family, loving our family, being what we ought to be for the family that God has given us. I hope you'll have a good day today, and I hope you'll live on the winning side. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll finish this. Uh, words from the cross and what Jesus was thinking about while he hung on that cross. God bless you. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining us on our Winning Side broadcast. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.